Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Happy Wednesday, Wednesday, November 22, 2023. Welcome to Elijah Streams. I'm your host, Steve Schultz. Uh, we are, <laughs> excuse me, bringing, bringing you year 26 uh, of the Voice of the Prophet. So welcome to the show. Uh, this will be our last show before Thanksgiving. After this airs, then we'll see you Monday um, after this. So, All right, we just, we're going to bring on Barry Wunsch here in just a moment. But before we do that, let's go ahead and run a quick ad spot for the well. Uh, and then they have a Black Friday ad. I guess we'll run that at the same time. So here we go with that. Every child deserves hope, an education, good health, a future. In Uganda, those things are stolen from children. One of those thieves is dirty water. In Uganda, some people only have access to muddied, filthy water. It is killing them. But you can help save the future generations. Give a gift towards the drilling of clean water wells. Donate today at ElijahStreams.com slash donate. This Friday, stock up on gifts and stocking stuffers for your loved ones at ElijahShopper.com. Featuring our Don't Comply with the Lie and Triumph hat and t-shirts available exclusively at ElijahShopper.com. And this Friday only, we are offering 10% off our Christmas merchandise. This is a deal you won't want to miss at ElijahShopper.com. Good, good, good. So, uh, yeah, it's amazing on the, the well spot, you know, it's just so... We take so much for granted the cleanliness, cleanliness of our water. We just go to the tap, fill it up, and it's clear. Unless you live in a very bad area somewhere, normally people just they just turn the tap on and it's good. So uh, it's just such a neat thing that we can do to help the people get actual clean water uh, for the first time in their lives, their whole lives. So, all right, time to bring on Barry Wench. So here we go with Barry. Barry, good to see you. It's been a while. Hi, Steve. It, it's good to be on again. Good to see uh, you. Yeah. So, uh, how's uh Do you guys have Thanksgiving up in Canada? Is it match ours, or is it a different day, or what? Well, we do. We do ours a month earlier than you guys do. So we had ours in October. Okay. And, and I was just actually uh, sharing uh, before we came on air that when I was a young man, my mom. She says, you can't move out of the house until you learn how to cook and serve a turkey dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so, and so I learned how to do that when I was, you know, 18. And, uh, yeah, so no, we do it up big here, too. Yeah, you know, I don't I don't know about other countries. You know, part of what one, you know, like, does the UK must have their own day as well, or do you have the same day as, the, as uh, England? I don't know that, uh, I don't know that we do. Uh, you know, it's not probably as big of a deal in Canada as it is in America. Okay. Yeah. So I, know, I know we've been down there in, in years past, and it's, you know, obviously a huge holiday. Very uh, much so here, yeah. Folks. Wow. Well, good yeah. to see you. And um, well, you, we're going to end up talking about the Kennedy assassination again today. So that's, I'm really intrigued. I didn't purposely didn't pre-read it because I heard you're going to talk about it. 
And uh, now, is this is this the day? Is this the 60th year anniversary? Or is that tomorrow? That's that's actually the 22nd. Okay, so oh, and we're recording this on the 21st, but it's uh, when people are seeing it. This is the now for them. It's a 60 year anniversary. Correct. Yeah, and you know, I mean, well, what's now? I've shared the word before in Elijah's dreams, and and honestly, Steve, the Lord had given me. Uh, you know, I've got a couple other words that I thought I was going to be sharing today, yeah. and I just didn't have a release to to do it. And so, you know, Lord, have your way. And four o'clock this morning, He woke me up and He brought this word to mind. And so I brought it up. I looked. I looked at the date, and I thought, Oh my goodness! And in fact, from what I I, I you know Googled, and I said, So you know, when did this happen? And I think that it was a quarter to one. In the afternoon. Oh, it was the, and, the assassination, and I, I think pronounced dead at one o'clock Central Time, which is like we're literally right now. Those are watching this, you know, as it's broadcast. We're literally sixty years almost to the minute. Wow! That, that, that yeah, yeah, that was a life changer. I, you know, I remember where I was on that day. I was seven years old at a camping trip in Southern California. You know, my sister went to the restroom there at a campground and was hearing the ladies talk about that the president had been shot. So she runs back to the motorhome, tells our parents. And so that was the, I've told this before uh, one other time that was interesting because, you know, I'm 68 years old. So I remember my dad making a big deal about this as we watched the funeral of President Kennedy. Uh, which is just a few days later after that. And he was try- he was saying, this is a brand new technology. You can, and they were telling, oh, there's six of us kids and we're all sick there. And he's saying, we're what we're seeing on TV is on the other side of the United States. And it happened three seconds earlier than we we're seeing. So it was satellite TV um, that was brand new, even in the States. I mean, you just didn't, Satellite television wasn't something that you could watch live until, so so that was. I just really remember that being a really big deal that we yeah. could actually watch that. So, yeah, you know, it was, and you know, I mean, when when uh, you know, I was looking at this, I thought, hmm, you know, I wondered, you know, Steve, did you guys have in mind to have me on purpose today, <laughs> you know, to, to maybe share this? And you know, uh, Julie said, nope, no. I mean, it, it, it just worked out. There. It just worked out. It just happened. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I've been looking forward to hearing that. So, all right. Well, listen, let me turn this over to you. I know you'd like to pray first to get going on this. Yeah. Yeah. So, Father, uh, yeah. first, you know, I mean, I'm so thankful. And, you know, first of all, for our American brothers and sisters. And I just, you know, I, I got a gift in the mail. And, you know, it's, uh, it's a set of moccasins made by a dear, dear uh, friend of ours. And one is Canadian and one is American. What do you know? If you can't, if you can't see that. And, yeah. and, you know, so these are very, very precious to me. Wow. Uh, Beautiful. You know, when I when I think of, of just the bond, you know, it continues to grow between our nations. Yeah. So you know, we are so thankful for this. And, Lord, we are so thankful, Lord, for yeah. what you're doing in our day as yeah. you're walking us together, as we walk down mm. You know, through these, uh, through the events that are happening and all that's unfolding locally yeah. and amongst one another, mm-hmm. and look, 
Pastor, you'd come and you would just uh, fall afresh upon us today, fall afresh upon your people, those yes, that are now, Lord, I pray you'd keep us out of the weeds. Keep me out of the weeds where I'm not supposed to go today, Lord. But if there's things that, uh, that need to be said, Lord, I pray that nothing would be left behind. So, Father, thank you for this time we have together. And I pray you just would, would breathe on it only as you can in Jesus' name for your uh, kingdoms. Yeah. Amen. 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 <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, that's excellent. So, all right, well, listen, go for it, Barry. I'll jump in, you know, and I, the first word I actually have, and I, you know, and I had this word back in September, you know, September 15th, and, uh, you know, I'm calling families back to the table. And, you know, I, you know, so I'm preparing this morning, and it isn't that interesting. Hmm. Here we're at Thanksgiving. Yeah. And we got families gathering in the next few days. Yeah. Time together. And, and I know that often holidays can be painful. Yeah. For a lot of families, you know, I mean, not everything is perfect for, for many of us. Mm-hmm. And, and I understand the pain, you know, that sometime is in the midst of special occasions. And uh, and so, you know, it can be a painful reminder of some of the hurt and brokenness and, you know, those closest to us. So this this word really is, is a word of hope, you know, for us all. And so, you know, during a time of prayer, you know, the, the Lord just kept showing me this kitchen table. And I heard him over nice. and over, just kept whispering, I'm calling families back to the table. And so I remained mm-hmm. in prayer, and he very clearly spoke to me, and he said, Barry, tell my people that I'm calling families back to the table. The hurt and the pain that have been released upon my beloved children is coming to an end, a turning yes. Yes. For I, I am releasing a spirit of conviction repentance and humility that's going to turn the hearts of these ones to lay down every offense that separates that they shall come together in a humble and broken spirit of repentance and forgiveness shall flow and watch as i restore and heal those deepest places of pain within your families for i'm bringing healing and i'm bringing deliverance for the harshest, most powerful addictions and brokenness that wow. my children have been struggling with that has held them captive for far too long. So on this day, my precious little lambs hmm. it all to me, lay it all down and come to me, for there is no sin that is too great that my blood did not cover. So bring it all into the light where the hmm. enemy cannot control you with it any longer so come unto gathering around the table and know that i'm there in the midst of you let my love once again draw you and your family close unto me and unto one another and you will be a beacon of hope and a brilliant light to the world and you shall overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony and holy is the word of the lord Wow, a sweet word. What a good word from the Lord. Yeah, it's a work that only he can do. I mean, we have to cooperate with that. But, you know, it sounds like he's going to bring along this spirit of humility that we can do that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, as we travel around, we find, you know, that a lot of places are kind of in an identity crisis. Mm -hmm. You know, 
places. They don't really know their identity and in, in the father. And, and maybe they haven't had that, uh, that identity put in them around a kitchen table with a mom and a dad. And, uh, you know, I think that, and I've heard it said, the best way to heal and restore a nation is to put a father in every family, yeah. you know, gather around the table. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, much so. As, so may it be as, as families gather, you know, over this holiday, may it be yeah. that healing happens and restoration happens and yeah. we'll show up where they're unexpected in good ways. Sounds good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I had another one, Steve. Uh, now this is going back actually. This, now I haven't shared this publicly either. Uh, and this one actually is about Canada. Okay. And, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit had been stirring me up. And, and uh, then I had this dream on, on June 26, 2022. And kind of in consideration of where Canada is at and was at at the time, you know, the need for unity, the need for humility and honor, you know, as we walk together to see the rebirthing of, of our nation. I had this dream and and it was regarding a united movement in Canada that it honestly was historical in nature and it was critical, you know, for hope and freedom and truth and righteousness and justice, and one nation under God. And so in the dream, I was in the air and I saw this passenger train leaving. It was actually Calgary, Alberta. I was leaving Western Canada and uh, it was headed east. And the name on this train, it was a, a brand new, you know, blue and, and, and white locomotive. And uh, it said United Rail. Hmm. I mean, it was, it was sharp. I mean, it was in great shape. And uh, there were a few people on it. You know, it was, you know, it wasn't full by any means. It was just kind of rolling out. And I knew that it had many stops to make on its way to Ottawa. And of course, Ottawa is our, our you know, capital city. Right. And, uh, you know, I just knew that, you know, this moment had a large governmental element to it. And, and even fundamentally so that there was a new governance uh, being released in Canada, uh, and you know, it was ecclesia, it was revival, it was patriots, it was it was a freedom movement in the Father that, you know, it, it was more than just freedom. That this was actually freedom, you know, that the Father was bringing, and uh, you know, trains uh, to me prophetically, you know, do indicate movements. Yeah. Uh, you know, vehicles, you know, often will represent ministries, but you know, trains actually represent movements. And so, you know, this train is leaving Calgary. It, you know, hardly got 100 kilometers, you know, from the station. And they had word on the radio, the communication, that there was a derailment ahead. And now there was only one set of railroad tracks from the east to the west. And which is, you know, in, in reality, I guess when you look at our, our rail system, there's these places they call bypasses. So right. Come, um, you know, there's a spot where they can pass each other, and but but in this case, it, there, there was there was no there was no bypass, hmm. and uh, what had happened is this derailment that had happened down east, you know, it was a wreck, and hmm. you know it ended up so bad it tore out tracks. I mean, there's debris and cars all over the place, and there were casualties, 
and a lot of hurt people. And so this new train really had no choice but mm -hmm. to stop, return back to the station until debris was cleaned up, sorted out, and tracks repaired. So you know there there were no bypass points where it could could kind of do do this. And so crews, you know, kind of like first responders were immediately dispatched, you know, assigned to go and help the cleanup. Now, now it was urgent as this was actually the main artery across the nation uh, that yeah. was cut off and the nation kind of remained in jeopardy. Uh, and so as, as the mess was cleaned up and the crews were pulled out of the wreck, uh, you know, and, and for a while, I wasn't sure if they would survive, you know, particularly the engineer who I actually recognized as a, a national Canadian leader ah, who had been at the controls and had made some choices that ended up, you know, in, in a train wreck. So anyway, there were casualties that needed to be tended to and, and you know, they were hurting and critical condition. And so they were brought back and tended to and, but this hit them hard. And I mean, they would never be the same. Now, because it was such a mess, I mean, they were now well aware of the consequences of their actions and, and the responsibility that they had held, you know, and choices that they'd made that probably this could have been prevented. And hindsight was now 2020. But as they cleaned up and restoration was made, they were all able to jump on the United Rail and and basically head, you know, head to head to the east and so as i awoke from the dream uh you know holy spirit began to impress upon me that the new united rail was this new movement that god was releasing in canada and that there were leaders and organizations that were working together to make things happen you know for the nation so it was a passenger train it was relational it was inclusive diverse you know many different you know, groups, uh, you know, I mean, it was one that everyone could kind of fit on. And uh, anyway, the wreck, you know, I mean, that had ha happened, you know, blocking the artery was was cleared out. And as this, uh, you know, there were many people that were basically standing on the side of the rails, basically waiting to jump on this new train and and head, head west or head east to, to Ottawa. The path was wide, clear, and open, and the Father's hand was upon the movement and, and not a minute to spare. Now, it wouldn't take much, and I mean, Canadians, they were just looking for mm. uh, basically, I think, something that was not, you know, like it's been, something that was, was and there was just an anointing on it. That, that, mm. So what I didn't know at the time of this dream, Steve, is that there was actually a federal, a brand new federal political party being launched in Canada called the United Party of Canada. Oh, really? Really? <laughs> On, you know, six days prior, I think it was the 20th, they actually uh, had made application for this new, I, I mean, I had no idea that this was even happening. Right. Wow. And, uh, you know, I found out, you know, afterwards that, that it was. But, but there's actually a, a righteous governance that is happening uh that the god is releasing here and and boy boy do we know, need it because you know right now you know we look at at a lot of the existing systems and then platforms you know they're powered by the the political religious spirit 
libertarianism, human secular human secularism, which have no light in them. You know, they, they never will. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Uh, you know, and, and they're they're basically in a in a position of ruling with a denial of God, with, with an absence of God to try and rule a nation. And and we we know how well that works because it doesn't yeah. work. And so, you know, when, when you've got a denial of God and a denial of light in governance within a nation, if we're in a in a spiritual war, which we are in the nation, right. you're the same in, in the states. How can darkness overcome darkness? It, it's impossible. So, yeah. so these these platforms, these groups that are governing in in a, out of a place of you know you know human secularism, uh, you know they're not going to you know they're, they're, there's no power in that you know against darkness. And so now I'm not saying that there's not good people in some of these groups that you know I mean love God. You know, because there are God, God-loving people stuck in these places, but but the structures are are not built on kingdom foundations. So, I, I think you know, in America, it's probably like here where you can put a bumper sticker on something, and uh, you know, call it Christian or put a kingdom flavor on it, but if the leadership and the foundations aren't that, you know, it's not you know, it's not going to have any equity. So. Yeah, yeah, well, so, I want to, can you remind me where you are in the notes? I want to make sure I'm following along. Where so I, I'm just in, uh, just under the, uh, you know, I'm just in through the, the United Rail uh, okay. notes there. So, so what page is that? Because I, I felt like I must have skipped a page or something. You know what? Uh, it must. Oh, you don't have the page numbers. Okay, all right. I'll find it. But But we can carry on. Uh, you know, that's pretty, you know, about all I have to say about that. Uh, on that one. Okay, sure. One anyway. Okay. So, uh, anyway, the, uh, you know, we could probably jump into to the the JFK. Yeah, that, that's uh, interesting. It really does. The, the JFK word. And so, like I shared uh, this morning at 4 a.m., you know, the Lord brought this back to me uh, again. And so I had this on July the 8th, uh, 2023, where I have, you know, a prophetic uh, dream encounter with the Lord. And uh, so, you know, anyway, on this day, uh, you know, what what John F. Kennedy couldn't finish, uh, Donald J. Trump will. Wow, so good. And... uh, so you know, I was taken in in by the Spirit of God uh, in this encounter into a highly secured room, okay. and it didn't seem to be a vault, but it was kind of like close to it. Yeah. And there were piles of box documents and evidence mm-hmm. all around me, and they were stacked and they were sorted, and you know, basically by events that had happened through days gone by and hidden away, locked down to hide truth and to hide, you know, risk of exposure. 
And the first pile uh, of secret documents that that I was taken into and was shown was regarding, you know, JFK, you know, President John F. Kennedy. And labeled in big, bold, red font, it said classified, top secret, President John F. Kennedy. And so I'm looking at this and, and you know, all of a sudden, I'm taken in and there's a, an overimposed video that I'm looking at over, over all these documents. And mm -hmm. I'm watching this video play out before me and it was actually the assassination of JFK. Wow. And uh, what was hidden in these classified documents came into life in an open vision uh, uh. right in front of my eyes. And so all of a sudden I'm there in Dallas and I'm on the street watching this motorcade pass by. And it was like watching an old home recorded movie, uh, you know, washed out color, you know, uh, yeah. screen, you know, uh, no sound, you know, only only the moving picture. And from my vantage point where I was was standing, I saw, you know, uh, a man across the street and he was on a grassy kind of berm you know, watching the, the motorcade go by. And I saw him from that place draw a gun, <clears throat> shots fired, and there was a puff of smoke in the air. And what I saw was a deadly shot that took the president's life. And after, I mean, it was terrible. Wow. After... <clears throat> After he shot President Kennedy, I mean, he was calm, you know, cool. He's no. collected, and he slipped away from the scene. I mean, he didn't have any fear on him. I mean, he'd been supported, and there were other operatives that were covering him uh, for his own protection. And I mean, these guys were other undercover CIA operatives uh, and they were around them like bystanders who you know they were part of the plan and part of the crowd uh, you know has to not make a scene and kind of blend them in so he's dressed in black dark sunglasses he had a fedora you know fedora of the day but i knew that he and those around him were all cia and uh, I mean, this was a well-orchestrated plan. Wow. They, uh, they had covered all the bases as best as they could to hide, you know, what they had to, to try and keep a public narrative for the nation to try and maintain peace and control. But it was sobering, like very sobering. And honestly, I was, I was just chill to the bone. Now, I knew that JFK knew it all. And he was going to blow it all wide open for the nation to see. I mean, he knew, like the global elites, they could not risk the truth getting out about how things were really run and who was really in control. And JFK was a tremendous threat for what he was fixing to do. Wow. So, so Steve, wow. 
I mean, and I'll just interject here. I mean, this is a yeah, good, yeah, please do. But but I, this is where where uh, President Trump is coming in to finish what he started, plain and simple. So you're saying President Trump to finish what Kennedy started? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. So I'm taken there. You know, I was in this room of, you know, in this place, you know, into these rooms where these global elites were meeting and they were planning and they were executing demonic plans oh, uh, in control. So one moment, you know, I'm on the street of Dallas. Yeah. And the next thing I'm, you know, in this room with these, these elitists and these mm. globalists, you know, basically making their plans. I was taken to places in Germany and really? Austria and Switzerland, and Argentina, New York, Washington, D.C. Uh, Steve, I was in rooms where there were guys, you know, I mean, they, they were on telephone calls and, and they were collaborating and managing and, and trying to hide this and hide that and, and planning to manage the, the takeover and maintain the control they had. And they had these machines. Uh, I watched these machines and they were old. I don't know how to explain them. They were kind of like typewriters. Yeah. Uh, and they were printing out coded messages, uh, you know, basically. And it looked like as these strips of paper came out, it actually looked kind of like a form of Braille. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like an alphabetical form. Yeah. Like, like, like it wasn't a language that it was, it was, it was a code of some sort that they would send back and forth to one another. So they had, you know, trained men and women uh, as these things would come out, they would, you know, translate them. And then, you know, they would correspond back as they were directed once they, you know, shared with their officials what, you know, was happening. And uh, the next thing you know, Steve, I was taken in the spirit and I was taken to the top floor of this big round bank tower uh, in Switzerland. Really? And uh, now, Steve, this was, it was the bank of all banks. I mean, it, I mean, all banks. I mean, I don't know how how I know, but I, but I know. I mean, I could see it, I could feel it. Everything was fed and controlled from this place, internationally, globally. It, this was a place of international control. And on well, the there, a, there was a bank. There's supposedly a bank called, <coughs> excuse me, the oh. the Bank of International Settlements. Was it that? Yes, that's, this okay. is the one. I mean, someone sent me a picture. They said, is this a place? I said, yeah, that's it. That's the one. Yeah. That's wow. the one that. And I was taken into the top floor of that building. And, you know, it had glass windows all around. It's a beautiful view. Yeah. What's that's worth. And uh, in the center, it had a big round uh, boardroom table. And, I mean, this is going to sound bizarre but it's what i saw yeah but one of the seats at the table was actually a statue of satan himself hmm. wow. 
and those that gathered around this table were were his pawns and the darkness that mm. filled the air was absolutely gross and it had such a demonic stench so i watched you know men entered the room took their seats and they opened their meeting with a satanic occultic ceremony and liturgy i mean which i never seen never seen anything like it yeah now now these guys and these principalities they were positioned to oppress and control at every level on every nation they held the money and they held the control and i could see in the spirit over this bank a spirit that it was in the shape of an octopus mm. and it had all these tentacles and these tentacles they were able to extend and they had reach into the highest offices of the nations and uh, to tie and control and manipulate whatever they needed to now i don't know how else to to share this but but the spirit of god took me through time and all of a sudden you know what was black and white went to technicolor really uh, is that bringing so, you into present day or vast day. Other day. okay present day and so there i was again i'm, I'm over looking down at this big round building this big bank in switzerland that i knew that it had power lines from it to the wef and to the who other nations other governments and it was collaborated mm. but now what what had changed was i could see there was an angelic host as far as the eye could see that was coming in and surrounding this bank and surrounding this dark portal of evil. Now this angelic host, I mean, there were millions of them. I mean, as far as I could see in every direction, they were coming in and they began to circle and circle. This host began to circle this place. And pretty soon you know, they picked up momentum as they came in and like a force they were like a whirlwind mm. and the father had dispatched them for this very time in history and, and by the time it was done there was not one piece of it left it was disseminated gone nothing left the everything the, the building itself everything's gone gone level wow the connection, Steve, to the WF and these evil governmental regimes, they were toast. I mean, I looked, and I mean, it was just debris of what had just happened. Mm. The father had come in, and he turned the table on centuries of demonic control and oppression. I mean, there was a, so I'm looking at this mess, like if, if there's debris, like it's just, there's, it's, just like an explosion went, there was nothing left. And in came a, a fleet of Air Force helicopters. And they were flying in a formation. 
And here they were given President Trump the tour. <laughs> so he could see it with his own eyes. He could see the debris field, all that? He could see the debris field, that he could see that this thing was brought down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, we need some rocky music about here. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And so, I, so from here, you know, I'm in this, you know, place, and I see Trump and the helicopters coming in, surveying the land. And then I was taken to a press release where it was time to publicly release the contents of the GFK files for the world to see. Now, it would be a key for connecting the dots that had been going on for far too long. Now, as President Trump stood aside, you know, ready to getting ready to share the humility that was upon him was really this was obvious that this wasn't, you know, so the, I mean, because he, he would be well within his rights to be almost arrogant and proud of what he accomplished, but you're not seeing that at all. No, no, this was this was. Uh, uh, the, the heart and the president in this moment. Uh, I, I wish you could all see what I saw. Yeah. This day. But now it had been a greater battle, you know, far greater perhaps than he'd uh, he'd expected. But he dropped to one knee hmm. and he said a silent prayer before he shared everything that he had to release. Now. From his left, as he stood, uh, you know, and approached and stood the Kennedy family uh, as he began sharing. And the, the emotion in the room, it was gut-wrenching. Mm. You know, decades of suppressed, you know, now open for everybody. Wow. So justice was served. And it was clear that we were in a different time and space. And... Uh, it was like the world press. I mean, they gathered. I mean, there were more cameras and more reporters than you've ever seen. Really? Uh, it, was, it, was, it was history being right, you know, before us. And, uh, you know, I could see the dust was settling and peace began to flood the land. And the storm was behind us. And the skies were bright blue and clear. And the entire atmosphere felt clean and different. Nice. Well, you know, after this, you know, I went to this press conference. The war takes me back into that classified storage room. And I was showing another set of files and details and meetings. And you know, the first time I was on Elijah streams, I didn't have permission to share what I saw that mm. day. Okay. But, but uh, it was actually uh, the release that is also going to come out of the tragedy of 9-11. And the truth that's going to be released in that, which I've also shared on Elijah's dreams. And uh, so anyway, th th this is also the Lord is is going to fully restore, expose everything that, you know, that event had changed the world forever. And the Lord said to me, Barry, tell my people that you all you have endured has not been in vain. All that you have endured and all that you have suffered 
has not gone unseen or unnoticed. For I know the battle that has taken a toll on you. Many have grown weary and are near despair. For I tell you today to count it all joy. For you have made it this far and you shall make it to the end. For it is my great pleasure to restore all things. Wow. Be prepared for the vacuum that I'm about to fill with my power. The power of my glory and might. For there has been a restriction by evil men upon my people. Oh, they've repressed in every way. They have repressed in innovation given by my divine inspiration to men over the centuries. Okay. I have given inspiration to men to bring abundance to my people. So wow. get ready for this is about to be released throughout the nations. For I'm moving you from days and years of lack into days of abundance and plenty and it shall be available for all for there's a new grace coming to share my good news where it was once hard ground and hard hearts there shall be a softening as a the outpouring of my spirit goes with you and as you step out in faith i will make the way for you will pray for the sick and they'll be healed you'll cast out devils in my name yes, and to the cross to accept me for great shall be his harvest. But watch, pray, and walk with me as we transform nations together. For in this hour, I'm shaking and extracting evil presidents, kings, prime ministers, and leaders from their lampstands. And I'm dealing with evil regimes and shall bring my justice and my loving vengeance to the land extracting all that is not of me. Hmm. So it's time for my ecclesia to stand up and be all I've called you to be. It's time to put compromise. This yeah. is behind you. For there are those among you who have self-appointed yourselves in positions I did not endorse. You're calling yourself something you're not. You're trying to walk in places I've not called you or commissioned you. You have to kick and spur in your flesh to get things done. And there's no favor in that. And there's no power in that. Yeah. You start in the flesh, you have to finish in the flesh. And what is birthed by my spirit is done by the power of my spirit. It would be better to humble yourselves before me before you're humble before man. Since when is it right to attack and take out another brother for your own selfish gains and motives. Hey, can you stop right there, back up, and do that sentence again, because you're talking about all this, and all of a sudden you're saying, since when is it right to attack and take another brother? You know, I didn't even feel that coming. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now, back to the show. Oh, wow, that's a, I just wanted you to read that again, because oh. that's a big deal right here. Oh, since when is it right to attack and take out another brother for your own selfish gains and motives? Be aware, the same measure you have used on another shall be used on you. For as you sow, you shall also reap. Wow. So let me be clear. 
let me make it plain. I am your only hope and redeemer. Your hope does not come through a political spirit or a religious spirit. Your hope and redemption comes from me and me alone. For I am the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. For I'm the Lord of hosts. El Shaddai is my name, God Almighty. So hold fast to my promises, for they are forever true and unfailing. For I'm not a man that I can lie. And holy is the word of the Lord. So so good. I want to ask you back when this bank, what you, you said, if I understand right, you said that was the Bank of, Inter, bank of International Settlements. And it was basically leveled to the ground. Yes. So then the question is, uh, symbol, symbolicness versus literal. When that's, is that going to be a literal building that's going to be leveled one day? Or is it a symbolically uh, leveled as, as influence is going to be taken away from the deep state or, or all of the above? What would you say? I, I would believe, Steve, it's all of the above. I, I believe that there are certain things that are going to be taken out. There are certain places, certain structures even. Yeah. That that are going, you know, when you go and you take back the land, which Ashrap pole do you make right. a treaty with? Yeah. You, you, yeah. You can't. And so so I believe that as we see this thing come down, we see you know, markets crash and we see, you know, and it's already happening. You know, we, we see the banks are already, you know, in big, big, big trouble. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and you see things start, we're literally in the in the moment of all of this right now, which is probably another reason why the Lord would want to, you know, I mean, the JFK thing, you know, 60 years ago to the day and taking down, you know, these this globalist deal and literally the moment that we're in right now really internationally uh you know at the back part of you know that uh deep state cabal you know uh elite you know those guys it's it is being dealt with so good that's such good news to that's going to be it. and uh again i'm going to push a little harder on that too because is it like there's going to be an event one day where that banks, you know, like there's going to be there, there's going to be tons of people there that were the evil doers, and they just perish with the with that building. Is it kind of is it that literal? Do, do, do you know, Steve? I, from what I saw, when when that when that angelic host came in and it started to to spin yeah. on that thing, I mean, yeah. anything in the way, yeah. anything unsurrendered, anything that was in the way was gone wow so good and so you know i know that those you know you look at the systems you look at those kind of things obviously they're being dealt with right now yeah and and i and i believe that you know we're going to see a result you know as as those go down you know these places are you know i believe that there will be those will probably I don't think they'll be be there forever. I mean, I, I think that you're going to see see these some of these places like taken out, taken out. So good, so good, so good. Yeah, you know, it's like 
you know, the Bible warns us about don't don't fret when evildoers prosper or appear to prosper, you know, because he basically says I, their day is coming and I know their day is coming. So don't fret when you see it because they can prosper right up to the last millisecond, yeah. but then they're gone like grass. They're gone, you know. Yeah. And, and, you know, whistleblowers are coming out like, you know, there was, a, you know, I had an article come across me, you know, uh, through the Epoch Times uh, where there's, you know, several doctors now that were actually, you know, in the emergency room when, you know, John F. Kennedy was assassinated in 63. And, and these guys now are coming out publicly and they're saying, hey, what what that public narrative was does not correlate with the evidence that we had in the operating room. And then can you give some details on that? So so from what I understand, uh, you know, there was even a, you know, a bullet that was left on the president's gurney that actually kind of got lodged in the seat of the vehicle. And one of the Secret Service guys had picked it up and had actually put it on the gurney as as Kennedy was, you know, in all the chaos of everything. Yeah. And uh, and then, you know, they talk, I think they call it the magic bullet, where, you know, how can a bullet go in one way and come out, you know, in a different right. spot? So, you know, how can it come through his upper back and come through his larynx? You know, I mean, and the, and the second bullet through the right side of his head and leave his forehead. I mean, that's very terribly graphic. But, but yeah. this, what these doctors are are talking about now with their forensic evidence. And uh, despite, you know, the, the repression on, on what it is. And, you know, I had, a, you know, the, the crazy, the phone calls I get, and the things, you know, since I shared this word, I ended up with a package that came in the mail. And, uh, you know, from some dear, dear folks uh, in America. And uh, they had a family member who uh, worked in the White House uh, during that time. Oh. And they shared with me, Steve, uh, you know, they, that this man, you know, he and his team, you know, they were supposed to be working with the president that day in Dallas. Was he security or protection? Yeah, they, were part of, they were part of a security and a team. And, you know, we got a White House pass. And, you know, they sent me, you know, a picture of, of uh, you know, after and the swearing in of, you know, uh, you know Jackie and Johnson there. So, and then, you know, some other stuff from, you know, the, the there. And uh, so they were actually, so he, the story out of this family was, that they were given other orders that day and they were redirected intentionally mm -hmm. held back and had they been there had they been doing their normal duty that would have happened they really? could they could have stopped it and uh you know there's the a parade route was changed you know kind of i think from what i understand to the last minute and i think there was a train that had kind of come in and almost seemed intentionally in the area Use part of the diversion and then stopping things and and then in fact even uh, you know some of the armaments that were used in you know being hidden in a in a rail switch you know by the railway really and, really and oh <laughs> this kind of thing and so uh, 
but the truth is coming out and going to come out for all to see. And uh, and this is part of what President Trump is 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 doing in in the work that he's doing. And so, uh, you know, it, it's fascinating to me. And I, I just, you know, when I, when I look at the families that have been impacted by this, and, yeah. and the risk that their families have been in, yeah. you know, because of you know what they know and the truth, and and just the fear of of talking about it and bringing it out there, very very real. Yeah. Well, Trump came, has come along. I mean, we when this first began to fall apart this election was stolen uh in 2020 we just all thought this was about the election if we fix that everything's going to be fine we just had no idea about what trump was here to fix to yeah. expose to to slash trash and bash uh, to yeah. use the words by cat kerr you know to take on the deep state and yeah. he is so anointed to do it that uh, Kennedy lost his life doing that, yeah. You know, and some say uh, some say Lincoln lost his life doing that to some degree. Right. Um, but then Trump came came along, and he's like, well, they, used to, they used to call Reagan Teflon because nothing stuck to him. They've yeah. tried and tried and tried to stick things on Trump, and nothing sticks. No, you know, nothing sticks. It's like. You know, he's like, I, I heard it said about George Washington that he'd come after the battle and there'd be holes through and through on a certain clothes, but it, somehow he it didn't, it went through and through, but somehow it didn't get him and that he was almost bulletproof. And I believe in retrospect, he probably was, because God yeah. had intended that. I think there's been multiple attempts on President Trump's life. Yeah. Um, but uh, what a time we're in, man, what a time. Oh, you know we're we're seeing and I and Steve I, I we are so you know we've been talking about this for a long time that you know you know we we thought this would have happened a long time ago already yeah. with things kind of flipping over but but I know uh, that there are transfers you know with with you know even when you go into the currency revaluations. Uh, you know, to the gold-backed currencies, it's happening right now. Uh, you know, President Trump will soon be, you know, front and center, and yeah. all the world will know know the truth that's that's to be be released. And and uh, you know, there's we're hearing different ones now. I that are you know nations are getting tranches uh, of funding that has been taken by the deep state over the years yeah. in been taken back. I mean, there's trillions, hundreds of trillions of dollars. I understand that some of the first, maybe some of, I don't know, some of or or a significant portion of the Native American tribes are going to be recompensed for land that was stolen from them. Whoa, that got a hit right there. Oh, my goodness. Very, wow. Whoa. I don't think I've seen you get hit that hard by the spirit. Uh. You know, but God's had it up to here with the with the um, uh, treaties with the First Nations people that continue to this day. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know they can't. Even, we, we provide water. We've tried to look into providing water for Native Americans in the United States, yes. and they don't have rights to their own water. That is, in, they have their reservations without the rights to their water. Right. And then, and then some of the. Uh, 
the drilling and things and and uh, for for rare earth materials. And then there's all this arsenic on the surface or down 20, 30, 40, 50 feet. So you can't drill. And so God's God's going to pay the First Nations people back oh. what's been stolen from them. Absolutely. And I guess that's not just U.S., right? I'm sure that's the Canada as well, and maybe yeah. all the nations. I know for a fact that it's Canada, U.S., Africa. I know for a fact that uh, what is going to be released and entrusted is going to absolutely change not only their nations, but but as they come into posture with that and the Father, the influence the First Nations are going to have within the kingdom and what they're called to for king purposes uh, is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, you know, we met, uh, we were in a meeting here in Canada, actually in the heart of Canada, like we were east to west, like we were within one mile of the, the center point of Canada and Manitoba. And, uh, we had these beautiful uh, First Nation folks come and join us in this meeting. And they've been walking in kingdom for 10 years. Really? Yeah. Really? Uh, anyway, they were telling me a story. There's a place in Manitoba and Winnipeg called the Forks, where there's three rivers or two, a couple of rivers that come together in one. Yeah. And there were three tribes that actually gathered, you know, that lived around this Forks. And what they said, and now these these tribes, they fought each other fiercely. But you know what? When someone was in the in the water, it was a place of immunity. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Where, didn't know that. where they would not uh, take an enemy out. While it was just is this honor among First Nations tribes it, that it, they're it, saying all the First Nation tribes. Whoa! And so. Whoa. I, Wow, isn't that something? There's immunity in the river. And wow, I, that's yeah, that quite, that kind of sounds like kingdom to me. Quite <laughs> prophetic. I know. I uh, there was uh, back in 2000 ish uh, or 2001, one of those two, I went to the White House and I was given an evening tour that the, a senator opened up for us or something. Uh, Bush, the younger, was in office, but it was after hours. But then across from the Oval Office, and I get to stick my head in the Oval Office, then you turn around, and there's this Roosevelt Room. They call it the Roosevelt Room because both Roosevelt's pictures, one on one side, one on the other, Franklin D. Roosevelt and Teddy Roosevelt, and depending on which uh, party was in power, you'd put the picture on a different wall, but it was the Roosevelt Room. In that room, there are these things, I'll call it a standard, where it has all the ribbons of all the, the wars that America has fought and prevailed, or even yeah. if they didn't prevail, Guadalcanal, and da, 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 all these different ones. And there's a streamer with the name on all these wars. And it's supposed to be, be giving great, great honor to, to the United States and all that. Well, I'm looking at this thing with all these streamers, and because I'm, I'm sitting there in the room, and we could kind of, touch it it wasn't uh i probably wasn't supposed to touch it, but i probably did i don't know yeah I, I don't remember for sure if i touched it but i'm looking at the streamers and and they have streamer after streamer after streamer of an indian 
war where we took out the natives you know and i'm thinking where at certain points they go they use that standard and walk down the aisle i don't know if it's during a wow some sort of vestiger of something or i don't know when they but it's meant to be walked down the aisle with all these streamers i'm thinking boy i hope someone does away with that yes Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. All those streamers, people, Americans patting themselves on the back for, for the wars they won against the Native Americans. Uh, it's yeah. ugly. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it really is. Uh, the sleeping giant of the First Nation yeah. is being awoken. That is one powerhouse. I mean, that's the nuclear power in this nation is the, because that, you know, it, the nation belongs, it may belong to someone before the First Nations people, if there is such a thing, right. but you can't get more first than first, you know, you know, so, well, um, that could be about our time. I didn't know if there, did we get it all in there? Yeah, right. I, I think, I think, Steve, that's, uh, you know, I think that's probably as far as, you know, uh, should go there today uh, without. Um, go ahead. Do you want? Did you want to say something right here about uh, number five, the wealth transfer and update and uh, wealth transfer, and then something about the EBS event? Any, anything you want to say on that? Yeah. Well, again, you know, we talked to, touched a little bit on it. Uh, I believe what what we're going to see here. And as the father's gone in and he's he's taken, you know, those to go in and basically clean out the deep states yeah. war chest. Yeah. And oh, to, yeah. To basically take that uh, back and reappropriate it, you know, to, to God's people. Um, you know, you've got the currency evaluations going, which is kind of another stream. Yeah. So I think as these things uh, collapse, and you know I, there there is going to be a, an EBS event, but I think that you know part of the financial stuff has to go first and will go first, and so as those kind of get out of the way, and you know we see this EBS event, and, you know that there'll be you know probably some darkness in communication and probably maybe darkness in power and you know stuff we've talked about before, yeah. uh, you know that. That. Does it feel like it's imminent, all of that, the EBS? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And I think during that time, I think that'll be used to distribute uh, some of the things that have been hidden for a long time. I think you see that EBS, uh, you know, kind of red-pilling oh. the nations, ah, you yeah. know, kind of in those terms. Yeah, well, I had heard if the if the some of the communications goes down, then people were supposed to still have access to their television devices yeah. or their laptops, or whatever. But they won't won't have the choice of what to play. It'll be be playing on their devices for them or on their televisions for them, which is kind of a like you said, the red pilling, yeah. red pilling of the nations, where they're showing videos of of people confessing to their crimes before they they are executed for crimes against humanity for trafficking children that yeah. sort of thing 
and I, and from my understanding, even international waters, you know, I believe that there's actually vessels <laughs> in international waters where they're, you know, doing some court things. Uh, because if you're on a certain country's, you know, within their borders, you're limited in what you can do. Um, uh, yeah, inter international waters, and they'd have tribunals out there. <clears throat> Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so I believe that a lot of that is, is happening. And probably most of it's probably going to be done by the time, uh, you know, they go public with EBS and, and that sort of thing. And but in, at the end of the day, when things are flipped over to the quantum, you know, systems, yeah, wow. I mean, it, it is going to be time to rebuild, and uh, yeah. and there, there are going to be a lot of people coming to the Lord, you know, during during this time. There's there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be uh, running to the altar, you know. Yeah, get saved. You know, boy, this is going to be so wonderful, and then. Um, People have heard about med beds coming along. Where they have you heard about that as well? Yeah, yeah, actually, it's more of a patriot thing. But go ahead. What were you about oh, to say? Oh, the, the the med beds there. Yeah, they're, they're a real deal. They're they're a real thing. It's light and, and frequency and uh, sound and sonic and, yeah, light frequency sound and uh, you know it's going to change how how we do things. You know, there, there, there's other technologies that are coming that, that have been, you know, oppressed for for decades, hundred years, that are going to revolutionize agriculture. <laughs> They're going to revolutionize transportation, and uh, you know, I think that. Uh, and both between between what I know, God showed you that stuff in the air in the area of Area 51. They were yeah. growing massive things. It sounds yeah. like if you were in a Jurassic world and you'd see tomatoes as big as this oh. or whatever, they, we're not going to have any trouble feeding the world even to four or five or six times the population, right? No, no. And then I think that even, like, actually, a lot of the First Nations, I believe, are going to benefit through some of these. And I, and I believe that they're going to be entrusted with some of these technologies to uh, to carry out. You and say think, the, the First Nations one? I think the First Nations are going to be entrusted with yeah. some technologies to walk walk out and deploy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, that's. I can, yeah. See, I can see that happening. I can too. Fair is fair, you know. You know, he'll regard in, in so many of us, all of us, you and me, we will be repaid for the years the locusts feet. I always thought, okay, in heaven one day, but God intends to do a bunch of payback here on this earth before heaven so that's really good well Barry, you want to pray for the people for a moment or two and yeah i will and you know i just been on my heart today steve uh you know i was thinking earlier about uh you know the relationship that you know i mean canada and, and america and yeah. you know, how we're joined together i was thinking about gander newfoundland you know 9 11 you know all of their traffic was or a lot of it was redirected down into Gander, Newfoundland, Canada. And, uh, you know, Canadians opened up their homes. Wow, really? They had Americans coming and, you know, they were cooking for them and making them soup and loving on them. And, and this is who we're called to be. And, uh, you know, Canada and the U.S., you know, we've been there 
you know, in, in, in days of trouble in the past, yeah. we will stand together in times of trouble in this season, and we will stand together in the future for, and, and we will be victorious. And, and John F. Kennedy, he had a, a, he did a speech actually, when he came to the Canadian parliament and it was a famous speech and it defined kind of the nature of the relationship between Canada and the United States. And it's actually uh, carved in the stone at the U.S. Embassy in Ottawa. Really? And, uh, and so because we were talking about him today, I just thought yeah. I'd just end with this. What he, what he said was, geography has made us neighbors. History has made us friends. Oh, nice. Economics has made us partners. And necessity has made us allies. And I believe what God is. Who, who said that now, Barry? John F. Kennedy. John F. Kennedy. Okay. And I believe there was a last line that had something to do with what what God has put together. Let no one separate. Something along those oh, lines. Oh, that's really, really good. That's so, really good. So I've been watching that where we've watched three parts or four parts of Kennedy special that's running right now on the History Channel. Oh. And I think it's three channels, but uh, he had. And even talked about a, a lifelong friend Kennedy had. I mean, he wasn't known about, uh, maybe he was in the day a little bit, but his lifelong friend became his best speechwriter. That sounds like one of those great speeches that probably his friend wrote for him. But uh, probably, yeah, probably. these are amazing times. So. so, so Father, I just, Lord, we are so grateful for you. And Lord, yes, Lord, Lord, I mean, at the end of the day, Lord, you are all that we have, and Lord, you're you're all that we want. Yes, Lord. Lord as the winds blow and things come and go and change, Lord, it, it really, at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter what's left standing, Lord, as long as we've got you. Yeah. Father, I pray, Father, for each one watching today, each, each mom, each dad, son, daughter, grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle, Lord, I, I pray, Father, for your goodness, Father, to just come and and overwhelm them, Lord, with uh, a fresh baptism of your love and your kindness. And Lord, you know the hurts, you know the 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 pain that some people are in, uh, you know, physically, you know, financially, uh, you know, family relationships, fighting addictions. I mean, yes, all. Uh, yeah. And Lord, we know, Lord, that your arm is not too short. To heal, your arm is not too short to deliver. Your arm mm. is not too short to restore. Yeah. And so, Lord, I ask, Lord, that you would move among your people. Mm. Yeah. Lord, in supernatural ways. Yeah. <laughs> they gather together. Yes, Lord. And that you would not withhold one good thing from your kids. Yes, sir. We just lift up our dear friends uh, at Elijah Streams and, and yes, Lord, put their hand to Lord. I pray you'd continue to give them favor. Yes, Lord. And, and that you'd cover them, Lord, in all that they're called to. And uh, Lord, I pray that uh, they would not miss one thing, Lord, that you've, you've got on their plate and in their destiny as you've called them to the nations for this time. So, Lord, we honor you and uh, Father, we are so grateful. In Jesus, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thanks so much, Barry. God bless you. Very, very powerful today. And 
All right. Well, I'd say happy Thanksgiving, but it's not your, it's not Canada's Thanksgiving week. It's ours, but have, a thanks. Thanks, have another one on us. We will. We'll, we'll try and buy some turkey on Thursday. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sounds good. If not, you can do, have geese, wild Canadian geese. <laughs> That'd be great. So, all right, Barry, God bless you. Thank you so much, everybody. We will be back on Monday. Uh, with Johnny Endo and Filter, so don't miss that. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. We'll see you later. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.